Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. Alrighty, and alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. Not to be confused with Behold, the Pale Podcast, which is what Alexander Hawk credited our show as in this (laughs) shock treatment with Mel and Maddie this past week. Whoa, what did I do now? What did I do? You know what you did. Oh, no. I, you know, I, I waited just for this moment to tell you you're probably unaware. What? What? I, 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 what, I, I miswrote down the... the, the what do you mean, wrote down? <laughs> you write down anything. Dude, I don't what? know what you know about, man. No, I wasn't thinking about this all week. It's been boiling you over <laughs> when you were when you were on that when we did the uh, the the Fourth of July episode. Yeah, and uh, we we asked if you did any podcasts. Yeah, you go behold the pale podcast. The <laughs> seriously, seriously. So well, oh, hold on, hold on. You busted my balls because I said that, not a. Seriously? Or if they go looking for the? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. They get the Asian version. <laughs> I heard the, the <laughs> I, If you go to the I, it brings them right to the dark web. Oh, shit. You don't, don't want people going there. So that's why I'm trying to reprimand you. Oh, okay. All right? It's all out of love. We don't want to send anybody to a bad place. Come on. That's the opposite of what the show's about, bud. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alexander Hogg was a good man. I try, I try, man, but you make it so hard. Well, you, you did say it wrong. You did, you did say it wrong. <laughs> that is from that is truth. That's not entertainment. That's the reality. But it's okay. It's all right. It was the Fourth of July. You were drinking already. You know what I mean. You start a week before. Go all the way through the month. You know what I mean. Yeah. There he goes. 
right. Just jokes, just jokes. So, dark web, gentlemen. You know what I mean? What a tangled web it weaves. Um, now, real quickly, what'd you guys, where did you, when did you first, all of you guys, first stumble into knowledge of the dark web? Like early 2000s? When did this kind of pop on the scene in you guys' lives? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I couldn't tell you when. I know that, I mean, well, I heard about, like, the dark web, like, uh, you know, being referenced in movies and that kind of things. I mean, that that's, at first I thought it was something just made up for, you know, film, but and when, when I heard about it, I looked into it and it was a real thing, which I have to admit, I'm not surprised. I mean, when you have Something like the, I mean, the internet itself, even where you can go right now, you can go into some shady places and shady shit's going down. Mm. But, you know, admittedly, of course, you're not on the real normal web, not stumbling into, you know, trafficking sites and all that, at least not that I know of. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that there's a, um, dark, seedier underbelly of the already seedy uh, internet. I mean, it's kind of like inevitable. Whenever you have anything, there's always someone or a group of people who's going to manipulate it for more devious and, and dark desires. It's true. Yeah. You think they call it seedy because it's, the seeds go underground? <laughs> That's where that term comes from? I don't know, man. I don't know. Good question. That's a good question. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Ray, how about how do you feel about this? But when did when did you ever hear about the dark web for the first time? Uh, at least ten years ago, maybe fifteen. I'm not sure which. Uh, around that time, I've always done a lot of exploring in the web, and uh, that's the first time I came across uh, the idea of the dark web. Yeah, Sean. How about you? Uh, you remember that movie Untraceable? Yeah. With, uh, what's that chick's name? I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. But yeah. the, the opening scene where, like, the cat was stuck on, like, a fly trap that the guy stapled to the floor and just the camera going. And then, like, this lady's job was to stop him. I was like, this place actually exists and people are this fucked up. Yeah. And so I, when that movie came out. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I actually own that movie, which is weird. I think that's a hidden gem. That that movie was great. It is. I think somebody bought that for me, saying that's that very thing, saying that it was really good. Yeah, you got like eight eight millimeter. That did that deal with? Was that dark web? Uh, was, that was more like uh, black market snuff. Snuff, yeah. like so, hackers. Yeah. Oh, the hackers probably dealt with dark web a little bit. And that was like mid nineties. I'm trying to think of one of the earliest. When Hawk brought up movies, I'm trying to think of like the earliest movies that would have. Swordfish. Well, I know it's a little later in the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, with hackers, I mean, they dealt with, of course, hacking in the web, but I don't think they actually, first of all, I don't think they it, it used the term dark web, and I don't think that, I mean, that they, that uh, whole hacking, I thought that was, that didn't deal with, like, the dark web. But I could be wrong, I haven't seen that movie in years. But... But I think of that, you got Angelina Jolie... Like first, first movie out the gate, fantastic. You know what I mean. 
Um, but I also, the best part about that, even better looking than Angelina Jolie, was I remember there's a keyboard with a camouflage, painted camouflage. And that was my <laughs> favorite thing in that entire film. Need that keyboard. Hell yeah. yeah. So that like, keyboard like kept on disappearing every time they tried to log off. <laughs> Camo worked too good. <laughs> you know, so it's what, yeah, and it's been kicking around, you know, and it, it gets darker, like, the uh, to go into the levels of it, you know, like, we, you can't really even go look really at people dying that much online anymore. Um, but, like, back when we were in our teenage years, you had things like Rotten.com and, like, SteakandCheese.com and Gore. I think Best Gore might actually be still kicking. Best, best Gore is still around. There's a couple of other sites, too. Yeah. But, like, you know, I always, as a younger kid, I always assumed that to be the dark web. You know what I mean? But, like, it goes way way darker than that. Know what I mean? So we'll give a little, uh, you know, the dark web – you know, as in the World Wide Web, all-encompassing. You know, it's the content that exists out there in the dark nets and overlay networks uh, that use the Internet but require specific software configurations or an authorization to access this. Through the dark web, private computer networks can communicate and conduct business anonymously without divulging identifying information such as a user's location um, and number, you know, all their info numbers and such. The dark web forms a small part of the deep web, uh, the part of the web not indexed by web search engines, although sometimes the term deep web is mistakenly used to refer specifically to the dark web. You know what I mean? The dark nets which constitute the dark web include small, friend-to-friend, peer-to-peer networks, as well as large popular uh, networks such as Tor, Freenet, I2P, uh, and Rifle, operated by public organizations and individuals. Users of the dark web refer to a regular web as ClearNet due to its uncrypted nature. The Tor dark web, or Onionland, uses the traffic uh, techniques of onion routing under the network's top-level domain suffix, onion. You know, onion routing is a technique of anonymous communication over a computer network. So, you know, you got all these, like, friend-to-friend, peer-to-peer, just real secret stuff being passed off, you know what I mean? And that that's kind of a... Whenever you got that, like, behind-closed-doors stuff, I think, in any way, you're going to kind of... Weird shit's going to go in there and... You know, jumping to the dark web and the deep web thing is there's there's two different things. People often confuse the dark web with the deep web when re- in reality the dark net is an entirely different entity. Deep web refers to the unindexed part of the internet. You know what I mean? Like I said before, it includes regular sites and usual password protection, and then the ones multiple layers and encrypted. It's kind of like uh you know with the rotten dot coms and stuff like that where they're kind of a regular site anybody can go to. But, like, they shouldn't. <laughs> you know, not everybody should. Um, but, yeah, Ron, I don't think that's – I think for the you know, best score, I'm surprised best score is still kicking because that one was tough too, you know. Um, the dark web has often been confused with the deep web. What do you guys think of that? You think it's getting a – it's just because all that underground shit, it's just – Yeah, it kind of blends it all together. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's it's a weird deal, you know. The dark web forms a small part of the deep web, but it requires custom software to access its content. Now, 
um, Sean, I, I remember you said that you kind of did some some heavy research into this. The what is it? The, the access to you know the custom software. What type of custom software are they talking about? Uh, when I did it, I was going through Tor. It's um, it's the search engine. Well, Tor is uh, what you use, so you're able to get into the like the uh, dark web wiki and all that shit. <clears throat> but it's a it's it's got a built-in VPN t- in it, so it can't really trace like where you're going. But it's also good to have one on your computer just in case, or not even use it on your computer. Use it on somebody you don't like computer and then probably trash it afterwards yeah yeah it's crazy i wonder when when movies like hackers came out i wonder how much damage that did because you figure you get all these like teenage kids that are going oh the hacker is so so cool and they go looking and all the trouble they can find themselves on the internet you know yeah because i think we talked had a conversation once like if you don't have the 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 vp and numbers or whatever you can, like, immediately just access everything on your computer. It's fucking super scary, dude. And they can find out where you live, get pictures of you and your loved one, like, mm-hmm. every, everything. Your number. Yeah. All your saved passwords that you have on your websites, uh, access to your phone if you have your phone linked to anything. Literally, they can shut you down. Which is horrifying. I mean, you take into... You got, like, the trafficking of people that go... Then, yeah, but they, it's like a, you know... You you went there to do some shitty shit, right? <laughs> right. No, I hear you. It's a weird vibe. Uh, it's yeah. definitely a Pandora's box situation. You know what I mean? Cause it's yeah. Like, you figure put you put some fourteen year old kid on the, on the internet going crazy. Maybe he figures out how to get into the actual dark web, but doesn't. You know, I when I was young, you just punch and then you find you find a fucking code. You put it in the search engine, just look it up. Yeah. And, uh, God knows what you're stumbling into, and you just kind of go. I'm surprised there's not more stuff like this nowadays, where like kids are born with an iPad in their hands and just like go crazy, and no computers like by day two. You know what I mean? But uh, it's a weird vibe. It's definitely a weird deal for sure. Um, you get the Silk Road. Uh, Silk Road Marketplace. Yeah, Silk Road Marketplace. <laughs> That is uh, an online black market uh, in the first modern darknet market, best known as the platform for selling illegal drugs as part of the dark web. Well, I, I, think, that- I actually think I have a picture of Silk Road that I was going to send to you. Well, we'll send it we might be able to do something with it. The, um, the thing with the, with the kids, it's like the hackers deal, and it's like, you, you know, you hear about... They go into this, they go in there, they don't know how to protect themselves. It's like when me and Ray talk about weird, like, demon stuff on Mostly Ghostly. It's almost like, you don't protect yourself, you go in there, you catch something that, that, that now follows you back into your life, you know what I mean? If you're not protected with that with that VPN number, was it? Yeah. Um, my goodness. And, and, and as, 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 as people will hear, we, it gets pretty horrifying on there. Definitely stuff that, you know... You don't want to be on that list when they're look when they need people for these videos and stuff like that. You don't want yourself or loved ones on these lists type deal. Um, the dark web, also known as the dark net websites, you know what I mean? This there is really kind of a big pyramid, you know what I mean? Um, but to dip into a little bit now, Alex. Yep. 
Did we answer your question? You had a question before the show. Did we answer that exactly or no? I, I think kind of that you needed kind of like yeah, uh, the the tour browser is the yeah. uh, that's the only one I, I I heard of at the time. This was a few few years back, but uh, Matt said there was a couple other ones. Yeah, there was you, a rifle, um, which is uh, just more of that. Yeah, stuff that you can't really kind of trace. Yeah. Peer to peer platforms. Yeah. And and these things you can just like uh I mean uh, where, where would you order or get these kind of things? I mean the the specific Yeah, like this isn't www.tor.com I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I mean I, I'm guessing I, I I can't go to like my local Best Buy and get me one of these things. Well, they'll go too crazy though. When I, when I, I, I see where I'm going with this, but let's not we don't want to tell anybody we don't want to go too crazy where we're, we're guiding people down the road to this, but in a not so not so um, gate opening way of doing it, it should you, you, probably what Google searches has got you to Google searches and uh, ten bucks says you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, the way I see it is, it's not that hard to you know get into it if you're really looking to get into it. Right, not that anybody should. Yeah. I mean, like, going on it, you know, treat it as you're going in somebody else's house. You know what I mean? you got to kind of be respectful, you know. Don't right. go, like, poking the bear in that place. But definitely be protected with that VPN, right? Yeah, if you, like, um, another thing is if you are, like, searching through stuff, keep an eye on the address bar because you want to see the onion in there all times. You don't see that. You're kind of getting yourself into a fucked area. Right. Yeah, just like yeah, like all that weird stuff on there. Yeah, you don't want them knowing where you're at. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with you know, I mean, I can just assume that you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> when you when you're dealing with anyone in the dark web, you're going to be dealing with probably the worst of the worst because I can only as- assume that that the kind of things that they're dealing in that they need to do on the dark web. You don't want to get involved with uh, unless you really want to, you know, uh, risk a lot. Like, uh, when I was searching through the place, a lot of the stuff that I've seen, like, I'd say, like, nine out of the ten of the websites I went to were absolute scams. Like, uh, it'd it'd be all like, oh, do this through Bitcoin or, you know, through PayPal and we'll send you two kilos of crack. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, you faithful, faithful man. I trust you. <laughs> but some of them are really clever. Like, they'll have, um, what do they call them when somebody says, like, yeah, I bought it from here. Like, disclaimers from, like, a customer oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. Yep. But they'll they'll have, like, timestamps on them, like, getting updated on daily right, uh, on a daily basis. Like, I just paid uh, 40 bucks for uh, two ounces of weed. This guy's the best. And all that shit. Just anything to get you to, you know... Give them a little bit of information. Try and open up, open up, like shoot them an email just to get the information going. Because the more info they have on you, that's what they're trying to get in the end. It's information. And you think they're trying to hack you for money, or what do you think they would try? What do you think they? What do you think the benefit of getting outside of knowing? You're probably a financial thing, right? Yeah, because um, 
once they get down to it, once they know like what region you're in, then they can start working on what you, your social is, going through your bank statements, all that shit. Just by like knowing where you're located out of, which is crazy how many times a day you've used a card. Mm. Yeah, probably uh, they just... Uh, I mean, honestly, the biggest uh, thing I, I would assume is the biggest uh, way of making a lot of money is just plain information. I mean, if you can get into anybody's, no matter where they are in society's, anyone's computer, you can get, you know, their bank statements, their, you know, uh, passwords, anything. And then even if they don't have money themselves, you take that information and you sell it for, you know, like uh, fake IDs or, you know, other kind of things like that where you can, you know, build a whole different identity for someone by taking someone else's. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that going on, you know. What I mean? yeah. They have like sections on the wiki dedicated to that, like stolen IDs, stolen cards, um, the fake IDs, all that shit. Every now and then you hear about like credit card companies or something like that that'll sell your info to somebody to, to push something to like a marketing thing, you know. Yeah, I, mean? I think they call uh, they call it um, bin dumps on there or something. Yeah. You can buy a lot of like eighty people's credit card information for like a bitcoin. Just fucking crazy. Even like the even like the book, like when people say that they they, they, they you know they're, they're talking about teddy bears and then ten minutes later they're being sold teddy bears on Facebook. It's because I think Facebook like puts you put like if you talk about it, it it sells you. It sells yeah. like you to whoever who's selling that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. It's kind of craziness. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Honestly, there's a lot of stuff that, like, you don't need to go to the dark web for anymore. I mean, if you search long enough on Reddit, you'll find a fucking thread about what you're looking at yeah. uh, or looking for. Yeah. Now, what exactly is Reddit? Uh, it's just a thread forum that people, uh, okay, when I did it, it was just, yeah, discussions. And then yeah, you I've go heard- into it and people post videos and fucking stupid pictures. I've heard about it for a while, but I never got into it. I never mm-hmm. that dove in. Um, well, yeah, uh, the anonymity is also creates a forum for illegal activity, which is the dark web is most associated with authorities have uh, reported the trade of child pornography, drug related crime, illegal financing, of pornography relating to children, violence and animals, a dark web marketplace also known for crypto market operates by selling illegal goods such as drugs, weapons and financial fraud related to, uh, products or information i know with like cryptocurrency they all often say that it was originally started for like a uh, a minute like not a not like like a positive thing you know what i mean and then it goes into a weird direction you know what i mean now that other people kind of come in and corrupt it like do you think that this was created originally for like just a free you know there's everybody wants to be free don't tell me what to do type deal just to be a free market like that and then all this other shit came in and corrupted it or do you think that that stuff was right there from the day one? Um, I would, I have to say, I would probably be the uh, person who say that this is probably was uh, the corrupted aspect of it was the, I would say, the basis idea behind it. Because, I mean, the thing is with uh, not saying that the current web that we have right now is perfect in any stretch of the imagination yeah but i the 
as I said before, when whenever you have anything, you're always going to have people who are trying to use it for nefarious means. And, I mean, the thing is that here you have a system that you can connect with anyone all over the world. And when you are dealing in, let's say, arms dealing or, or child porn or, you know, things that are, you know, uh, unmoral, uh, illegal and, and all that, I mean, the Internet itself is a fucking gold mine for what you want to do, to connect with anyone all over the world. And, of course, you can't quite just simply do that on the standard email, uh, on the standard website, like going to, you know, some guy like, hey, dude, you want an AK-47? I got about 50 of them. You want to, you know, uh, slide over a few million dollars? Mm. I mean, the thing is, I mean, when you're dealing with these kind of people, and since you have, you know, so many people now grow, uh, growing up in this, that... I mean, I always find it amazing that, you know, you'll have, like, young people now that grew up with this that can, you know, do coding and things that just boggles my mind because I can't wrap my mind on how to, you know, figure all of this stuff out. But when you have these people who can figure out all these backdoors and other aspects, I mean, creating a whole different website, uh, you know, a section of the web where you can do anything that is deemed, you know, illegal, you know, in such a form and connect all across the world. I mean, I mean, that's, that's probably the, the main reason behind it. Because, I mean, you, I mean, you, you look into this stuff, I mean, well, yeah, it, people, some people might be like, well, this is, you know, not being, trampled on by the government so there's so it's more freedom but i mean you look at the kind of i mean like sean said that you know you got all these spammers out there all these fraud things going out there i mean it's it's all about people trying to find a way to make a quick buck and when you can connect with all these people on the shady side of you know live dealing with all these things that, I mean, as long as you're smart enough to do this and not have, like, your information picked up, I mean, you you swipe, uh, you know, uh, you know, let's say uh, a, few, a few thousand from, like, a, 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 a pedophile, they're not going to call the, the police station and say, hey, dude, I just lost, like, you know, $50,000, because I was on the dark web and this guy scanned me. I mean, right. because yeah, they're like, then why the hell were you on the dark web? Oh, flick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's 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 how I see it. That the dark web was pretty much created by uh, by people just so they can, you know, just get around the system. Everyone's looking for a way to do what they want to do to make as much money. Where uh, you know morals and and the law can't touch them, right? Kind of kind of aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I see it. You guys agree with them? Well, the rumor I heard was that the uh, dark web was 
not only was it originally developed by the military, its purpose was that they, uh, their spies and their illegal activities, they had a safe place they could go and communicate back and forth to do their dirty deeds mm. and not, not get caught. It was later on ballooned or blossomed into uh, what it is today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, kinda, I, I'm more with Ray on this one, man. I think Ray might. I feel this heavy government influence in this shit. I think it gets a little, we get a little bit into it, I think. I think Ray is right on target. You know, also, but if it, was, if it wasn't, go, you know, even the government would have to go to smarter people than them to do something like this. Like, I almost have a vibe that, like, it was originally started for, like, computer nerds to send over, like, snapshots of nude pictures of, like, actresses, you know what I mean? <laughs> that you, you wouldn't get at the time. Or even maybe, like, you know, the way they podcast, you know, the way that we... The way we often talk about on this very show, you know, that we get to talk about a lot of things that maybe 30, 40 years ago, uh, maybe even sooner, people were getting, you know, killed over, supposedly, you know what I mean? Trying to get hushed up for saying these things. So in the, you think you, you could almost go to the dark web to post, you know, your, your, your teachings or your thoughts, rather, of um, truth, you know what I mean, that, that regular, regular society might not want. I almost think that, you know... It started from something like that. And then, because the army people would have to go, they're not doing it. The dude that just just trained to kill, 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 don't know nothing about computers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I think that it's, yeah, you know, you had to bring in the smart computer people. and the, But I'm definitely with Ray. I think that they brought him in and it was big. It was big. That was a big, you know, it was military is what brought it. To the forefront and military is probably where the gun running probably started to pick up mm. once they started getting into the business of working over the webs and things can mysteriously disappear especially if there is a lot of that honor code and trust of if you're, you're sending over sending money through it to get guns or something like that like hawk said like if you if you get if you order if you order like 20 illegal assault rifles for your for your militia that you, that lives in your basement, and uh, whoever you gave that money to doesn't send you those assault rifles, you're not going. You're not taking a walk to the police station to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so these guys, you know, I, I try to get these guns to kill you guys in a couple of months, and uh, they don't want to send them. What's up with that? You know what I mean? So it's weird. This isn't how business works. <laughs> we 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 got we're fighting for a cause. We got to put you boys down. We need those guns pronto. You know what I mean? The cops just like, huh? Weirdness. But let's dive a little deeper into some of the content uh, that can be found. In a uh, December 2014 study, Gareth Owen from the University of Portsmouth found uh, that the most commonly hosted type of content on tour was child pornography, followed by black markets, while the individual sites with the highest traffic were dedicated to botnet operations, uh, many whistleblowing sites maintain a presence as well as political discussion forums. It's getting harder and harder and harder to talk about your politics if it's not jiving with the other side. Sites associated with Bitcoin fraud-related services and mail-order services are some of the most prolific. Um, as of 2020... The number of active tour sites in Onion was estimated at 76,300, containing a lot of copies 
uh, of these 18,000 would have original content and the rest would probably just be resurfaced, reused content, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that, that original content's horrifying because that means things are still being made for it, you know what I mean? We know a little something about content at Behold the Pill podcast and when you have to pump out that original content constantly, that means they, they're, they're always working. It's terrible. Um, in July of 2017, Roger Dingledean. Nice. Yeah. One of <laughs> three founders of the Tor Project said that Facebook is the biggest hidden service. The dark web comp- comprises only 3% of traffic in the Tor network. And uh, February 2006 study from researchers in King's College London gives the following. Well, I'll get, we'll, we'll get into that a little, little in a little bit. But um, back to that stuff, you know, like we said, Facebook, big culprit. I I feel like if you wanted to, you could find somebody who'd sell you drugs and guns on the marketplace. Oh, for sure. I have at least once or twice a month, I'm having somebody hitting me up to sell me weed that that, has a grow farm somewhere in the U.S. It's just like, I sell weed. (laughs) weed? It's like, nah, I'm all right, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's all right. Hey, Thanks, hey, 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 I, 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 I got some good stuff over here. I got some fake Rolex watches. <laughs> I got some, uh, you know, other, other stuff, man. We're not, oppo- we're not opposed of weed. There's just a better way of getting it than a stranger halfway across the country. That's probably oh, trying shit. to set you up. Yeah, especially nowadays. You could just go to a dispenser. He's bringing his his militia of with assault rifles with that weed to your house and take over. Yeah, crazy madness. But uh, yeah, with the whistle blowing, he figured that'd be on there. You know, the, the the highest one was child pornography, which is horrifying. And it's like when you think of the most horrifying things that would be on video, like that's it. You know what I mean? I even think more so than fucking murder videos, more so than a snuff film. Dude, I, I stopped going there because of uh, there, there, there was one about uh, a couple of dogs getting shot, and I was like, nah, "That's about as far as I go." Boop, 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 walking away. Yeah, yeah, it's all the the helpless things, the things they can't yeah. defend themselves, and they're helpless. You know what I mean? Uh, black markets, of course, are big on there because that's where you're gonna want to go buy things you can't regularly buy. Uh, just go to a flea market. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely one of those things. The botnet they get on there, um, Bitcoin. You know, that's all these transactions. I mean, safe. I guess a safe transaction would be a Bitcoin type situation. The fraud services, like you were talking about, everywhere. Uh, but some of the things that they dive into, you know, you got ransomware, which is the, uh, the dark web is also used in certain extortion related processes and. Uh, it is common to observe data from ransomware attacks on several dark web sites. Uh, so, yeah. So the ransomware is, I guess, where they would come in and take your shit for ransom. So they give us mm. You don't want to fuck with that. You're going to um, go send them some uh, Walmart gift cards. There you go. Another another source of uh, income and, and, what do you call it, uh, financial, financial uh, status in some places. With the, the, I've seen people do gift cards, like tr- transact money through gift cards. Like, uh, yeah, it's weird. 
And they're always trying to find a way, you know, I mean, that's the deal. Yeah, I I mean, it's funny that you bring up the whole gift card thing. Because where I work, they have a thing that if you're buying a gift card, it comes up. And they pretty much ask you if you know who you're getting the gift card for. Trying to cut down on the Fast. on the spe- on 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 the on the fraud and all yeah. that stuff going on, and it's because the thing with gift cards is that if you put the money in and you activate it and you get give it to someone, or even if you don't give it to someone and give them just the like numbers and all that, it's literally almost impossible to get your money back. It's so hard. I mean, even, I mean, like where I work, if you activate the card and you leave the store and then you come back, I mean, a lot of times we at store level can't give you the money back. You have to contact the actual place that you did uh, that uh, is connected with the gift card, and then you have to try to work something out with them. Do you blame COVID? Do you blame COVID for not being able to give them their money back? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah, nah. But I mean the thing is that a lot of a lot of people are using and manipulating people to buy these gift cards so that, you know, that that's that's a big, you know, uh scam that, you know, is just running rampant. I mean they usually hit older older people um because uh, a lot of times I know that one woman came into uh, the store and they were saying that if they if she didn't get like, oh, like uh, $5,000 worth of, you know, Amazon gift cards, they're going to shut off her electricity and all that, claiming that she was like owed them back taxes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had to explain to her that that's not how 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 they work, how the government actually works. So, um, I mean, luckily we were able to, you know, bypass that. But, I mean, yeah. but a lot of uh, poor, um, like I said, elderly people are the ones who usually get the hit the most with these kind of scams. Yeah, I mean, it's untraceable money. That's why the gift cards yeah. and all that works, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and they go into, there was a scam like a year or so ago, I remember, where like the older folks were getting called up and they were saying that their grandchildren were, were in prison, were like locked up because they did something and they, they, they had, the only way to get them out was to pay their like their fee to get them out of the prison. And they would do it like people were paying it to get their kids. Because, you know, they your grandparent wants their, you know, they don't want their kid, they don't want Johnny to sit in prison type deal. Um, and that was a big deal. I remember my grandmother got a couple calls. Uh, I'm sure that the dark web is probably all connected to that. That's probably all numbers sold that were, they know they're, they're, they're elderly people, you know, through whatever it is, whether they're hacking into social security lines and just seeing who's getting social security or whatever, and just going, all right, let's hit up these numbers and pitch them a game, you know, but this was more that the one I was just talking about was a local one. And I believe they caught the people doing it. It was like three people. And uh, it was like a common thing going around. So I guess that wasn't too black markety. That wasn't too dark webby, but dark dark web mentality we say. It's it's dark gray mentality, you know, not quite dark dark black, but dark, dark gray. matter. That was dark <laughs> matter. 
Um, we got dark nets too. Now these aren't what Hawk will throw over you in the middle of the night. <laughs> this is a commercial. The dark nets they mediate transactions for illegal goods and typically use Bitcoin as payment. These markets have attracted significant media coverage, um, starting with the popularity of Silk Road, which Sean said earlier, uh, the Diabolus market, and its subs- subsequent seizure. By, by legal authorities. Silk Road was one of the first dark web marketplaces that emerged in 2011 and has allowed for the trading of weapons uh, and identity fraud sources. These markets have no protection for its users and can't be closed down uh, at any time by, can be closed down at any time by authorities. Despite the closures of these marketplaces, others pop up in their place. As of 2020, there have been at least 38 active dark web marketplaces these marketplaces are uh, similar to that of eBay or Craigslist. Craigslist is like a dark web in itself. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I have a question. Is Craigslist even still around? I mean... Yeah, I think they yeah. uh, they made it a little more, like, tougher to do things. I think you got to pay to, like, sell stuff and stuff like that now. Yeah, because I know that, like, uh, a while ago that uh, I, uh, so, many, uh, so much, like, uh, CD dealings were happening that I thought they closed down Craigslist for a while. I don't think they closed it down, but I we I know Massachusetts. The Craigslist killer was from Massachusetts, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Who killed some some ladies, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know Craigslist. Uh, eBay's uh, eBay's like. I mean, you got PayPal. They probably thought PayPal was the devil when that came in too. Hmm. But. Uh, eBay is a little more family friendly. You know, Craigslist is really kind of like you can go the, the you know, there's like, I don't know. There's, a, there's like, like back page ads and stuff on Craigslist where you like for sex and stuff like that, which I've never seen on eBay. Um, <laughs> Craigslist. I don't know, man. That's how you get killed. You want to, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Craigslist, it's a weird one, but I've seen that, you know, I've seen that they do, they do offer stuff up like that where you can go, you know, find love. You can go find love. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so, you're, say, so you're saying I shouldn't meet uh, the girl that uh, told me she's going to show me a good time. They go, who set you guys up? Uncle Craig? <laughs> Uncle Craig. I met him on Uncle Craig. Uncle Craig set me up, man. He never stared me wrong. Uh, he just likes to watch (laughs) Uncle Craig would like to watch that would make sense Um, very yeah Craigslist is one of those weird ones that is kind of like right on that right on the the, is teetering on it could very easily go super dark like I'm surprised there's not like a more darker side of it you know where you could almost like go on the regular version of it but if you wanted to get into like more adult themes you click into like you know something else I can definitely see that being a weird deal. Um, examination of prices between in dark web markets versus prices in real life or over the world. Uh, World Wide Web has been attempted as well as studies in the quality of goods received over the dark web. So, all right, so you're, you're now you're getting things cheaper as well. Okay. All right. I thought it was just kind of more of a, which makes sense. I was thinking more of like all these things you shouldn't have. You know what I mean? That you can just yeah, go buy. I, I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't say it's cheaper. All the prices talking. on the on everything on there I've seen is either overpriced. Oh really? Yeah, it's paying two million dollars for crack. It's crazy. Uh, 
the only place you get toilet paper. It must be good crack. crack. (laughs) I don't even think you you definitely wouldn't get it. (laughs) No, that cracks that cracks too stepped on. You don't want that crack. (laughs) One such study was performed uh, on Evolution, one of the most popular crypto markets, active in January 2013 to March 2015. Although it found the digital information such as uh, concealment methods in shipping country seems accurate. The study uncovered issues with the quality of illegal drugs sold in evolution, stating that the illicit drugs purity is found to be different from the information indicated on their uh, respective listings. <laughs> well, that's, that's a drug tale for you. Um, less is known about the consumer motivations for accessing uh, these marketplaces and factors associated with their use. They should be more worried about the fact that it's probably not the drug that they want to be doing, let alone like no uh, shit. The, the potency. You know what I mean? They just they're taking shots of turpentine or something. Getting fried out. Um, yeah, it's one of those weird deals. Um, it's uh, it's funny that they that, that, that they got a bad they got that bad like they were unhappy about the drugs. That made me laugh a little bit. That's the only, the only, you know, the dark web. If I can, somebody saying, if I had to say one bad thing about the dark web, it's the drugs. They, they don't, the, the drugs are too fucking cut out. <laughs> that's the one thing that's, that's holding them back. Yeah, the one thing holding them back from being Craigslist is those it's drugs are so close to making the mainstream. Just cut back on the drugs, guys. You think we'd ever see a mainstream dark web? In a world where they every they let everybody do whatever they want to do after the great collapse, <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible. Anything is possible. That's the way I see it. When it goes corporate and the dark web is like on Walmart's website, <laughs> it's a branch of Walmart. Oh. It would be like it'd be it'd be black and purple lettering that you could click yeah. on. It'd be all fancy. Go to the dark web. We have whatever your dark heart desires. Ooh. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got Bitcoin, you know what I mean, which is a big deal. Um, we get a percentage system here, which is nice. The percentage of money spent uh, in um, on the dark web, supposedly, take it for what it is, 0.4% gambling, 1.4 guns, 2.2, it's just chat back and forth. Abuse, 2.2. 2.5 is books. Interesting. Um, directory, blog. Porn is 2.75. <laughs> I don't want to read this list anymore. This is boring <laughs> me. The audience is <laughs> going out. Um, so well, about Bitcoin, I, yeah. Well, I was going to say that about the books, I guess they're, they're, they're at least well-read um, criminals on the dark web. Well, some of those books are probably, you know, like the blueprint to how to, you know, the, the, the anarchist big, big occult uh, books on there. Well, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of occult books and shit. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, dude, like the occult's a crazy thing. Um, it is quite an interesting thing to tap into because it, it rides a line. Me and Ray are doing a show on it soon. Um, the mysticism of this stuff, it's very weird. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, why that stuff's pushed, why the government or whoever doesn't want that to be so 
you know, in your spirituality in general, why they don't want it to be so like open, open discussion, so to speak. But yeah, some of those books are probably that the there's probably some terrible, there's some like probably some hardcore books in there. I'm sure you have, you know, from different eras of humanity when, you know, like the Hitler thing, take into the Hitler thing with the Holocaust, like. There's probably books of how of why that was a good, good idea to them, you know what I mean, and like stuff like that that uh, you can no longer get at Barnes and Noble, you know what I mean. <laughs> so you have yeah. to you have to go get it on the dark web for whoever would want to read that, you know what I mean. But there's oh, people that, oh, oh the Book of the Dead. Well, you can probably buy that. The um, the there's people that like even if they're not well, so they, even like that they're just interested by it, you know what I mean. Uh, so they'll, they'll get books on, you know, what Hitler was like and, you know, what his mindset was. It's because they're interested on in those things. I'm not one of them, but I know those people exist. Um, I read the serial killer books. Bitcoin is one of the main cryptocurrency used in the dark web marketplaces due to the flexibility of the currency. With Bitcoin, people can hide their intentions as well as their identity. A common approach was to use a digital currency exchanger service. Um, and that is a business that allows customers to trade cryptocurrencies or digital currencies for other assets such as conventional flat money or digital currencies. And, Sean, I, you told me that Bitcoin has ATMs now or something like that, right? Yeah, there's one down in Plymouth. So, like, you would go in and, like, just – it would give you money for showing, proving that you had the actual Bitcoin. It's like an, yeah, it's like an ATM card when, uh, like, if you mine Bitcoin or whatever service you store your coin on. Yeah. Um, it's all kept on an account. You can go down to the ATM and take money out. It's oh, fucking crazy. That is crazy. I like how it's mining Bitcoin. I love the terminology there. Um, the server uh, converted to Bitcoin in an online game currency, such as uh, gold coins in World of Warcraft type situation, that can later be converted back into money. Um, Bitcoin services such as Tumblers are often a bit available on tour. Yeah, now, tumblers are blenders. Like, I remember them being called. Yeah, yeah. They're a service offered to mix potential uh, identifiable or tainted cryptocurrency funds with others so as to obscure the trail back to the fund's original original source. So, yeah, they're definitely all about the see. Whenever, you know, it's very secretive shit. And some, such as Grams, you know what I mean, um, which is a discontinued search engine for the Tor-based darknet, uh, often darknet market interrogation integration. As research study undertaken by Jean-Luc Rachette, a research fellow at ESSEC and carried out with the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crime, highlighted new trends in the use of Bitcoin tumblers for money laundering purposes. Uh, due to its relevance in the digital world, Bitcoin has become popular, a popular product to use to scam companies with cyber criminal groups such as DDoS4 have led to over 140 cyber attacks on companies since the emergence of Bitcoin in 2014. These attacks have led to the formation of other cyber criminal groups as well as cyber extortion. Bitcoin popped on the scene in 2014. It's kind of, it's made a gigantic impact within the, yeah. those the time it's been here. Horrifying, you know. It's, it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, 
shit. So you, you got your Bitcoin deals and Bitcoin's one of those tricky things, you know, kind of makes money of nothing. And, and, and so it's, if you can make money from nothing almost, it's weird. Um, Cause it, it takes away from the, the, the value of the dollar, which is why I think people get upset with it. That, that, you know, strive off of the dollar. Cause now you're, you know, everybody, people worship money. Everybody needs money to live. Unfortunately, it's one of those things, you know, we talked about this on the show before. It's like, you know, when people were first, uh, popped out of the womb, like their, the intention for humanity wasn't to like get jobs and just, you know, pay your taxes and do that. It was your job was to live life. You know what I mean? And try and find mm. purpose within life. But now we have all these things that hold you down with the, the financial stuff. And I mean, what a threat that must be to that, that that the people that, you know, really master the puppets on the financial thing when they see this Bitcoin pop in, it kind of blows their whole thing out of the water, which you would never think that money, you know what I mean? Like money would lose, you know what I mean? The, the one day there could be a, there could be a world where we did cash isn't a real thing. It's just all these, whatever, you know what I mean? It's all these Bitcoins on a mm. card. Transactions, that's all it comes down to. That's all it is, and it, it, it takes the value away where it could be anything. It could be bought bottles of water. I'll trade you these four bottles of water for, you know, those two sandwiches. You know what I mean? Who, who's to say where this all goes? Um, but hacking and group services, another thing that you can get up on here. Many hackers sell their services either individually or as part of groups. Such groups include Xdedic. Hack Forum, Trojan Forge, Mazafaka. Wow, mm. that's funny. That's good. Uh, Darkode. Mazafaka is when you, you, you take charge, but you want to be fun. You call Mazafaka. <laughs> <laughs> I give that dude respect. Hopefully he ain't doing nothing f- too foul, uh, or I'll take my respect back. In the real deal, Darknet market, uh, some have been known to track and extort apparent pedophiles. Uh, which is always bad news, you know what I mean? Cyber crimes and hacking services, financial institutions and banks have also been offered to the dark web. Attempts to monitor this activity have been made through various governments and private organizations, and an examination of the tools used can be found in the Procedia Computer Science Journal. Use of Internet-scale DNS distributed reflection denial of service uh, attacks have also been made through leveraging the dark web. There are many scam onion sites to present, which end up giving tools for download that are infected with Trojan horses and backdoors. Yeah, I assume the dark web to be one of those things that all the, like these real hackers probably don't want. You know, people don't know what they're doing in it. So there's definitely a hierarchy uh, and they would... Anybody that came into the game not knowing what they were doing, they would probably just destroy. They'd probably figure out, fry out their computer, maybe even take their funds. You know, mm. hackers, yeah, hackers are somebody you definitely don't want to get on the bad side of. You know what I mean? Because they could destroy your life if they wanted to. They could go in. They could make it so that the the you know we're, we're, you, you say that you didn't pay your mortgage for the last ten years. They could wipe that clean. And the bank isn't going to side with you on that. They're going to say, "We want that ten years, buddy." You know, we don't know how this happened, but we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take that ten years, even if they know they have it. They'll say, "We'll take that ten years. We'll take another ten years." 
Um, definitely, man. Like ha- ha- hacking, they can hack into anything. So, you, you know, in a certain situation where you say the big organizations that you want to fear, you know, you, you FBI, they could hack into the FBI and incriminate you with something. You know, the IRS, you know, these three let these three lettered pro situations <laughs> that are out there. And then, um, you know, say that you have like an issue, you know, put something in there that you have an issue with the IRS, which nobody wants an issue with the IRS. Um, but like these hackers are super dangerous when you think about it. Like think of anything you could let, like you could think of one aspect of your life and a person in it. And that person could, if they could destroy your life, they could kind of almost destroy that element of your life. But like a hacker could fucking annihilate your entire life because it could really just go at it. There's like, like no doors are unlocked. I feel when it comes to a hacker to the point of once they're uh, in, they're in. Yeah. And to the point of, even if they wanted you like dead, they could put your, your info somewhere that you would get caught up or put a hit out on you. You can get hit. You put, you know, hits are done on, the, the dark web, Sean. Did you say that you've seen that somebody trying to sell hits or something like that? Yeah, I mean, you could tell it was just, it was one of those bullshit scam sites. The guy's like Hitman Dark Dude or something. I can't remember what it was, but he's like, "I'll kill anybody. <laughs> I'll kill anybody just for a bit of that crack cocaine, man. You yeah, give you me some crack, that, I'll that kill is- your mother, your father, and your dog, man." But then you, but, and then you go and hear stories about cops busting people on Craigslist for trying to kill each other. Like, yeah. it, like look what happened to uh, Joe Exotic. That all started from a Craigslist ad. Yeah, true. But if he so. knew about the dark web, then maybe he would have gotten away with it. He should have paid attention. If he only didn't do it until now and listened to this, he could have yeah. avoided so much. Joe Exotic's name comes after Bill Cosby. <laughs> so we'll be seeing Joe Exotic soon. That's what I'm saying. Um, oh, you want you want the ultimate way? Yeah. If you're a hacker, would be to take everything they have money wise, mm. and then erase them because we live in a digital society. Right. And once you have erased them, and you have no identity, no social, no job history, nothing. You can't live in society the way it is now unless you're going to head up in a mountain and try and live that way. Mm. I mean, if the worst thing the worst thing to probably do is take every penny they have and then erase them so that they've got no life. They don't exist anymore, to, according to the government or anybody. Right. And they can't do it. They simply can't do anything. You can't purchase anything. You can't get credit. You can't get a job. You're, you're gone. They've just yeah. erased you. And they just leave you out there alone in a world that won't recognize you. And that starts a vicious cycle because now you got to go back to the dark web to get a new identity. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, and a guy who's going to make money giving you the new identity is the one who took your old one. See, yeah. same guy. See, rapport, good business. <laughs> <laughs> repeat, repeat customer. Yeah, make sure that you have them in a vicious cycle so you just milk them for everything. It's crazy. We also got financing and fraud. Uh, Scott DeWicki, the president and founder of Zebrix Consulting, states that in Russian, electronic currency such as web money and perfect money are being uh, a majority of illegal actions. 
behind the majority of illegal actions. In April 2015, Flashpoint received a $5 million investment to help their clients gather intelligence from the deep and dark web. Uh, There are numerous carding forums, PayPal, and Bitcoin trading websites, as well as fraud and counterfeiting services. Many such sites are scams themselves. Uh, Phishing via cloned websites and other scam sites are uh, numerous, with darknet markets often advertised with fraudulent URLs. That PayPal, PayPal rides that line too. There's got to be somebody important must have a hand in PayPal. I swear to God, PayPal can burn. (laughs) Fuck that place. Uh, I remember when they weren't so big and they, uh, you know, the days of eBay, you would have to kind of go through PayPal if you didn't want to get robbed. It's weird. It's like they created the the PayPal so you don't get robbed and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But that's kind of how they, 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 they do it. But yeah, PayPal, PayPal and Craigslist are more like, uh, acceptable, forms of like the dark web more mainstream forms Mm. and it's all probably because some they got a rich investor in the beginning stage that popped in and their favor you know the 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 favors the umbrella that protects that rich person probably protects you know some of the craigslist investments well you you know who's uh you know who's responsible for paypal don't you i used to elon musk okay (laughs) Yeah, he had his hand in the game, like from the get go, or did he buy it? Uh, from from the get go, really. The, the guy who did Tesla, yeah. Interesting. We got to do a show on him because he's done a lot of things. Yeah. The, uh, SNL. SNL being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. I like Elon. I, I when I see him in interviews, he seems like a likable guy. He won't like us, but he seems likable. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's one of those guys. But uh, he he's the most um, – he's kind of the most likable person in that position because you usually don't like the person in that, that position. They're coming off like they're smarter than you or you're better than you in some way. So you all, he almost has this every day, every Joe Blow type vibe to him. You know what I mean? Somebody you can see. You can catch yourself eating a burger on 4th of July with. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, which is why he's got to go. <laughs> um, illegal pornography, which is the biggest one on there, um, the type of content uh, that has the most popular, the most popularity on the dark web is illegal pornography. More specifically, the child stuff. About eighty percent of web traffic is related to access of child pornography, despite it being difficult to find, even on the dark web. Now, Sean, I know you didn't go looking for that, but is that a true statement? What they just said, is it something you have to go find or is that something that as you scroll through, you see, you can see it? No, no, it's something you got to go looking for. I guess that's kind of, I mean, I'm not going to say good in any way, but you know, it's, it's not just right there, but it's terrible that it's there. Um, a website called it is disgusting. Um, a website called Lolita City, which isn't that Epstein's plane, a Lolita Island. Is it really? I think Lolita Island was the name of his his island that he brought all the the celebrities to. 
But uh, but Lolita is a Lolita is very famous because it's a play on the um, the book and the Kubrick movie Lolita, where it's about Peter Sellers falls in love with that like teenage girl. Yeah. Um, that ha- it has since been taken down the the website. Uh, it contained over one hundred gigabytes of child pornographic media and had about fifteen thousand members. Jesus Christ! They they should grab that list and round those fucking people up. If you if you if they if you find they find you as a member of this club, they just fucking gather you, gather you. All right. Um, there's no reason to be on there. I remember there was that rock dude. I forget which one. I don't want to name a name against him, not the dude, but there was a rock singer years ago that got caught with kitty porn. And when they called, when he, they tried to get him on it, he said he was doing research. Um, he didn't go to jail for it, so he must have figured something out. But I remember that was, that was a weird take on it. But yeah, a situation like this, you know, you find if you can say that there's 15,000 members, you should be able to say that there's 15,000. <clears> well, <throat> you know the people. number. Now go get the names. Go on. <laughs> no. There should be 15,000 people in a big hole somewhere and uh, buried up. The, um, there was a. Are you want- yeah. Uh, you want to make you want to make some money? Get someone to put up some uh, some cash to buy an island. Start shipping those people of, from the fifteen thousand on that island. They'll then sell licenses to hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a good way. That. Oh, you you know people would be lined up to do that. I mean, whether they're sick people who just want to kill others or just people who hate pedophiles, whatever. You know there'd be a line. You'd have a steady, steady income coming in and get rid of a problem. Billion-dollar idea right there. It really would yep. be. The majority of the people do, killing them would be would be like, their best friend would be like the person they're killing because they, <laughs> they used to hang out at the same parties. <laughs> the um, That's a good idea, though, Ray. I think that's cool. And then there's like when the – you got the, the shot clock, and then when the buzzer rings down, you just fucking burn the whole thing, kill, <laughs> kill whoever's not dead. <laughs> Shot clock. Um, but yeah, I support that. Ray, we gotta make you go for president next time. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna ride off that. And the, the the ghost of John McAfee will be the vice. We'll see if we can get a ghost in there. Mostly ghostly. I'm digging it. We're riding. We're riding hard for mostly ghostly. Um, the regular law enforcement action against sites distributing child pornography, often via compromising the site and tracking users' IP addresses. In 2015, the FBI investigated and took down a website called Playpen. Um, it's a notorious dark, uh, darknet uh, child pornography uh, page. At, that, at the time, Playpen was the largest one uh, on website on the darknet with over 200,000 members. It's like, it's disgusting to think there's even 200,000 people to get down with that. Um, sites use the use complex systems of guides, forums, and community regulation. Other content includes sexualized torture and killing of animals and revenge porn. Um, In May of 2021, German police said that they had dismantled one of the world's biggest child pornography networks on the dark web with over 400,000 registered users. Four people had been detained in raids, including a man from uh, Paraguay, on suspicion of running the network. Europol said several pedophile chat sites were also taken down in the German-led intelligence operation. 
You know, they got all these big numbers, but, like, only four people got brought in. What's up with that, huh? Got detained. Yeah, well, those four people weren't as connected, probably, as the others. You know, you'd think you'd think more people would be killed. You know what I mean? You think like, like especially in the, like like Paraguay or like some third world country type situation where like you feel like if you're part of a five team unit cop, you know, situation, and you you know that there's this stuff going on, and you kick in the door. Um, I feel like in a, in a business that dark, those are people ready to die with their secrets, so you're not going to get anything out of them. I feel like you kick in that door, you get whatever, you get the, the, the kids out of there that you can save. You might want, you maybe ask them if they got any details to tell you before they go. But I, you don't, they don't leave that house with you. You know what I mean? Because that's just bad. You know, now you're paying you know, your tax dollars or whatever. If it was here, our tax dollars would be paying. Yeah, and now you're going to go feed this guy in jail. Yeah, you, give, you know, don't have to work. They watch TV. You know what I mean? You know, it's you know, ruined multiple life, people's bro. lives. Yeah, you know, just like getting learn learn to be worse. You know what I mean? Um, now, the, the the easiest way is you go in with a stun gun, you pull the kids out, then you lock the house down. Your uh, next thing is a grenade that has napalm, and then you just toast them all and walk away. I know fire is the most the cheapest way cheapest way out though. <laughs> It may, it may be the cheapest. It's going to hurt like hell, and they deserve it. Set them to hell burning. You know what That's I mean? That's it. And uh, cheaper than a bullet. You know, good old fire. Good old fire. The only thing cheaper than fire is just taking their oxygen away. You know what I mean? You got to get your hand, your hand work in there. You got to get your hand muscles going to strangle them out. <laughs> You could do it. Go in there and choke them out one at a time. I, dude, I'm sure. In the, All four of them. In the, way, in, the way, in the ways that humanities have been terrible to each other, dude, I'm sure that some some group, some death camp has created some ridiculous, horrifying way to kill like 20 to like 30 people at once that's like. Yeah, I say entertaining for them. Yeah. yeah, like it, like some weird, like I could, like they're all tied together by the head hanging from like a tree or something. I can see like horror, by, horrifying stuff. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to be leaving, but I'm going to leave you with a thought. Okay. Uh, in India, they used to have a way of killing people that was torture. Yeah. They would time down, take a metal bowl that had a rim in the bottom, mm. strap it to their stomach, and put a rat underneath it. Then they would put hot coals on the bowl. As the bowl heated up, oh, shit. the rat would go crazy trying to find a way out and eventually eat its way out through the person. Fuck. I like that, though. Yeah, so do I. And with that good <laughs> thought, I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm to have to say... Have a good one. On. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I remember hearing a crazy story about torture once where... Yeah... I forget who did the tactic, but they'd like they'd put like um, leather, like wet wet leather, wrap it around their throat or whatever, and then when it dried, it tightens, so like it would slowly like strangle them type deal oh, as it dried. Yeah, yeah. it's like some war tactic, death camp, weird shit. Um, but fucking horrifying. I like Ray's. I Ray's full of great ideas tonight. How to kill people off? I'm digging it. But 
Yeah, dude. These when they find when, dude, and 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 when you're in that business, dude, of doing that, it's like that you're not gonna fucking get us. You're not gonna get reprimanded and then go work at fucking Walmart. You mm. know what I mean? Like it doesn't flip like that. You're gonna go back in. You're. It's like the thing where they say, you know, one time, you know, once you're a criminal, you're a criminal. Whatever the thing is, where like you're not gonna go. The money must be good. I don't know, and that's horrifying. I, you know, I can't think. You know, I can't think of any reason to do that. Period. But I assume that the darkest of demons and the greed. I mean, hurting people's in there, of course. But like, I think greed is the biggest motivation. Yeah, yeah the biggest yeah. problem with it because that they'll turn their back to all to whatever's happened for the money. But like, yeah, it's 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 really. Whoever's at the top of that pyramid is fucking, you know, there's real, there's some serious money, but we don't, you know, revenge porn they have on here, revenge, unless it's like violent, like a violent thing, I don't know, because I know, me and Hawk recently talked about this on the show where we knew a dude that was having an issue with a girlfriend and was going to go post fucking videos set like sex, sexual videos from his phone on her page. And I remember after to tell this dude that it was a bad idea not to do it. And I always thought that was like crazy that you have to tell, tell somebody this. (laughs) Yeah. She had like a kid, she had a kid and she had family on there. Like her kid would have seen this. And I'm like, I lost respect for the dude when he said that I was like, I understand if you want to like send it to her and be like, I remember when you did this and like, fuck you, whatever. If you're angry with her, but keep it with it between you two. You know what I mean? Don't fucking that. That could have like fucking fucked up that kid's life. Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? It would have had a lasting imprint on that kid's life forever. Um, the hu- like the humiliation part of seeing it himself. And then the, the humiliation of knowing that, that, everybody knows that he's seen it and that, that everybody's seen his mom in that situation. It'd be weird. It's just a, not a good vibe, but yeah, the revenge porn, I'm sure the revenge porn is goes from, from as basic as, you know, footage that goes up online all the way to probably like violent stuff. Um, I still can't get over the fact that they get all these numbers, but no, like there's not these massive, is it, do you think it's too expensive for them to charge all these people with this? What do you think the actual... Why do you think that none of all these people kind of walked away a little bit? Yeah, the government jo- enjoys it just as much as them. They probably get more money, like a drug unit, how, you know, the COVID relief money type deal. If they can say, <laughs> hey, we got this these pedophiles in our, in, our, in our town, we need to get rid of them. Because realistically, I think if you were to tell somebody, I think everybody, for the most part, majority of people are against it. So if you were to go up and say, hey, we're looking for money, what are you looking for? Oh, it's not pedophiles. They'd be like, they'd write the check, you know what I mean? And then they go spend that money on whatever they want to spend it on, unfortunately. But um, I think it's all, like, it's, it, it's, when it comes to funding, I feel like maybe that's why they let them go. There's that, you know, it would cost a lot to put them in. You have rooming to keep all those people um there were, I'm sure there would be a list of class people that were that that had money and you know friends in high places that would probably you know get crossed off the list. Um, 
so it would eventually get weeded down to a, an amount of people that it wouldn't, uh, it'd be like, it wouldn't be a killer just to put him in jail. I think they should kill him anyways. I'm with Ray. I think we all agree with Ray. Yeah. Ray for president, baby. I support <laughs> that to the fullest. Um, terrorism. Terrorism is also a big thing here. Uh, terrorist organization uh, took to the internet as early as the 1990s. However, the birth of the dark web attracted these organizations due to uh, anonymity, lack of regulation, social interaction, and easy accessibility. These groups have been taking advantage of the chat platforms within the dark web to inspire terrorist attacks. Groups have even posted how-to guides teaching people how to become and hide their identity as terrorists. The dark web became a forum for terrorist propaganda, uh, guiding information, and most importantly, funding. With the introduction of Bitcoin, an anonymous transaction were, transactions were created and allowed <coughs> For anonymous donations and funding, by accepting Bitcoin, terrorists were now able to fund money to purchase weaponry. Um, and in 2018, an individual named Ahmed Sersar was charged uh, for attempting to purchase explosives and hire snipers to aid Syrian terrorists, as well as attempting to provide them financial support all through the dark web. Yeah, this kind of makes sense because, you know, we've all heard stories of like how our government would sell old guns to different terrorist organizations that would like reign, you know, reign supreme in their little, their little third world country. Yeah, in their region. Yeah, and they, they never think they'll have to deal with them. And then we eventually do always have to deal with them because they get egos and they grow up and go, okay, you know, we, we, we took over our area. We got what we wanted out of here. Let's go bigger or go home type deal. And then they beef with us again. Um, but it's, uh, you know, now's the time of the terrorism. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. Um, and, you know, back when, like I was saying, back when, back when in the day when we'd sell them all the used guns that we don't want anymore or whatever, you know, you can, we can't do that. There's more paper trail nowadays. And the guy, the, guy, the powers that be don't want, definitely, especially the media, you know, is a little, there, there's certain groups that aren't afraid to talk about certain things. So, like, if they were to stumble into the receipts, if you will, for them selling these guns, it would be a difficult thing. So when Ray was talking about the dark web for secrecy and stuff like that, I definitely, I vibe with that. You know, I do think the nerds created it, but I do think that the army, uh, has definitely got some, got their hand in there. Get some girth on that web. Yeah. Believe that. <laughs> Um, there are at least some real and fraudulent websites claiming to be used by ISIL or ISIS, including the fake one seized in Operation Anonymous. With the increase of technology, it allowed cyber terrorists to flourish by attacking the weakness of technology. In the wake of November, uh, the November 2015 Paris attacks, an actual such site <coughs> was hacked by an anonymous affiliated hacker group, GoSec, and replaced with an advert for Prozac. Um, the Roddy Shack's Islamist group was found to be operating the dark web at one time. So in the wake of the, the Paris attacks, an actual such site was hacked by anonymous for the group. Placed an advert for Prozac. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and right now with the cyber 
everything's on cyber, like like we were just talking about. You know, if somebody really wanted to, if they knew what they were doing, they can get in there and they could literally erase you. You know what I mean? They can make it so you never existed. Mm. Have you guys ever listened to um, any of the deep web, like creepypastas? Um, I, I feel from which ones you, anyone in particular? No, they're all horrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. I, I thought Ray was going to say the creepypasta was when he first, because we got a little bit into the dark web, but we did a creepypasta episode, mostly ghostly. Um, yeah. Do any, do you want to, is there any you want to pop off? That you oh, no. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just asking if you guys uh, listened to any of them. I listened to a good chunk of them when we were do, doing research for the creepypasta thing. Yeah. They, they are. They're crazy. They're definitely weird. Um, they get super dark, too. That's – I bet, like, footage of that. You're, like, Pain Olympics. Remember Pain Olympics? Mm-mm. Oh, well, that was – I don't even know if it was real, but I remember there was this thing called – have you ever heard of Pain Olympics, Hawk? No, no. I think it was called Pain Olympics. It was where people would do weird – like, there, there was a good guy that supposedly cut his, like, dick off. What? Ah. Yeah. And there was, all, there was all these weird videos of, like – it was kind of creepypasta-like where – you had to do all these different, like, um, things that were, like, harming yourself. You know what I mean? Like the creepypasta oh. things, a lot of those, a lot of them are weird where they have these kids do these weird games and the, the trouble, it starts off kind of mediocre. You, you get in more trouble, yeah, more it, things it, that your parents don't want you doing. And then, like, at the <laughs> end of it, it's, like, killing yourself. It's, like, dark. Um, so, like, yeah, <laughs> just dark shit, horrifyingly dark. They actually got a, um, it's a dark web video game. It's called Welcome to the Game. Oh, my God. It's fucking super hard, dude. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you fuck up, like, some dude, I forget what his name is, but he just shows up in your apartment and offs you. (laughs) Oh, great. Like, you got to listen for your door to be unlocking, and then you got to run and hide in the bathroom, and then you got to go back, change your router, go in the computer, look up, like, hacker keys online and stuff. That's cool. Scary. Scary. I mean, the popularity around it is insane. Yes, the great unknown. People love that unknown. We got social media. Uh, You know, with the dark web, there exist emerging social media platforms similar to those of the World Wide Web. This is known as the dark web social network. Um, The DWSN works like a regular social networking site. Where members can have customizable pages, have friends, like posts and blogs and forums. Facebook and other traditional social media platforms have begun to make dark web versions of their websites to address problems associated with traditional platforms and to continue their service in all areas of the World Wide Web. Unlike Facebook, the privacy policy of the DWSN requires that members are to reveal absolutely no personal information and remain anonymous. Oof, anonymous. So yeah, that kind of goes a little bit into the, the the Facebook thing. You know, maybe one day there will be you know, on the wrong platform, boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always uh, I always uh, wanted to have like on my friend list, uh, you know, like a Russian assassin and uh, a creepy uh, pedophile from the Ukraine. I mean, <laughs> come on. You're an actor, man. You could be. You could have anybody on your friends list. I think I, they might have a role for you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm scared that the role is going to be a little bit more realistic than I really want to play. If you get my drift. 
I hear you. When, when you're playing a dead body in these movies, you're a dead body. There's no <laughs> coming back from it. It's like that Tales from the Crypt uh, episode about Hamlet. You guys ever see that one with, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Lovitz. Classic. <clears throat> we also have hoaxes and unverified content floating around this deal. Um, we got their reports of crowdfunded assassinations and hitmen for hire. Um, when I hear crowdfunded assassinations, I bet Donald Trump was probably on that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, and hitmen for hire, that's, it's, it's very weird. Usually in America, we get our hitmen out of the bar. Usually when I watch <laughs> cops, that's usually they're finding their hitmen in the bar. Um, but crowdfunded assassinations is really interested too. Yeah, that's like a group of like-minded people getting together. That's and and, and it, it, if it's not traceable, I mean, they're not using GoFundMe. I'm assuming, you know what I mean. So uh, you really can't trace it back. Maybe the the JFK thing I heard was a crowdfunding assassination. That was really? the one. I don't think so. Why not? It should have been. We're gonna we're gonna do a big episode on him one of these days. Um, crowdfunding, man, crowdfunding is a weird deal. You got to be somebody. You're it wasn't you're nobody till somebody wants to kill you. Is that the the Frank Sinatra lyric? I want to change that to somebody wants to crowdfund your assassination. <laughs> nobody until somebody wants to crowdfund your assassination. Darkness. Um, however, these are believed to be exclusive, uh, exclusively scams. So like Sean was saying, he thought it was all garbage, uh, and they, everybody seems to be agreeing with them that the uh, crowdfunding assassinations and hitmen for hire, um, are no, are not real, but hitmen for hire, I believe hitmen for hire was, there was a, a short film that the kids from Columbine made, and I believe it was called hitmen for hire. Um, the creator of Silk Road, Ross Ulbrich, uh, was ar- arrested by Homeland Security investigations for his site and allegedly hiring a hitman to kill six people. Although the charges were later dropped, there is an urban legend that one can live can live murder uh, on the dark web. Uh, live murder is a snuff film where you kill somebody, of course. Um, the term Red Room has been coined based on the Japanese animation and urban legend of the same name. However, the evidence points towards all reported instances of being hoaxes. Uh, so this is trying to say that like snuff films are a hoax, but they're not really because they've been, they're out there. You know what I mean? And uh, more so. And when I say snuff films being out there, I mean a snuff film. I don't mean, you know, video camera of a mugging gone wrong where somebody gets shot and killed or a Facebook suicide or, you know, something like that. I mean, there's, there's, there's back in the day when you could go on these weird sites, you know, you could every now and then you'd stumble into something like that. Like I remember seeing, I remember seeing a video, uh, like maybe like 10 years ago and it was a uh it was like a an eight there was an asian girl and she was in a bag she was like in a weird vacuum bag 
and they like vacuumed vacuum sealed it and they like capped it off. Mm. And, and that was her resting place. That was her resting place, I think. Um, horrifying. Watching the squirming. Yeah. It's no good. This well, when it's not much squirming when it's airtight, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, what a fucking world. You know what I mean? But yeah, like the, there, those there's snuff films that are out there. Uh, there's all different types of crazy, whether it's an accidental death caught on film or somebody catching their own or somebody shooting it for for their own pleasure or for profit, whatever it may be. I mean, they're out there for sure. Um, horrible, horrifying. Um, in June 25th of 2015, the indie game Sad Satan. Are you familiar with this PC game? Nope. Um, it's a PC game built with the Terror Engine. First reported on YouTube channel Obscure Horror Corner on June 25th. Uh, it re- reviewed by the YouTuber Obscure Horror Corner, which they claim to have found via the dark web. Various inconsistencies in the channel's reporting cast doubt of the reported versions of the events. So this talks about there was an indie game. Not the one you were talking about, but there was some indie game online. Probably, what was that? Uh, was it Steak and Cheese that did the games a lot? Or Newgrounds. 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 Pico. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, there are several websites which analyze and monitor the deep web and the dark web for threat intelligence. Sad Satan sounds like something that would be a movie. Maybe that'll be the name of our episode. Does it say what the game was about? No, let me see. We've got. The history, speculation, um, the the game also depends heavily. Ooh, audio in the audio in the game leans heavily on recordings of interviews with various murderers, such as Charles Manson. I need to get this game now. Uh, the game also depend, <laughs> depends heavily on distorted or reversed audio of such interviews or musical clips, such as the song I Love Beijing Tiananmen, known for being used in Hong Kong 97, which is uh, a video that's, game. That's a video game. That is an awful video game. Is that Bruce Lee on the cover of that video game? Uh, it might be Jackie Chan. Uh, <laughs> uh, played in the beginning, reverse clips from the Swedish Rhapsody number station could also be heard. The Doors rendition of Alabama song can also be heard, starting with the reverse, show me the way to the next little girl. While the player controls their character through the hallways, images may intermediately and unexpectedly display taking up the entire screen and preventing the player from progressing any further until the image automatically closes a few seconds later. Most of the images seen to reference child abuse, especially people uh, indicted in Operation U-Tree, which uh, Operation U-Tree is a British police investigation into sexual abuse allegations, uh, predominantly the abuse of children. Um, such images of Jimmy Saville um, and Rolf Harris. Um, Saville is the English DJ and television personality uh, who was known for doing a lot of bad things uh, to kids. And uh, I think he was a dude. He died a few years ago. 
and he was this guy in England, if I remember correctly, that was like a Mr. Rogers type guy. But once he died, it started spilling out that he fucking raped like hundreds of kids. Um, and wow. Ralph Harris, who's an Australian entertainer uh, as well, you know, he was convicted of t- sexual assault with four underage girls in 2014. Uh, other images revolve around crime and include people convicted or accused of murder, such as Japanese child murder, cannibal, rapist, and necrophile, Satumu Mizaki. Uh, included also are photographs of uh, Lady Justice statues. Um, real quick, that, that, that Japanese serial killer, uh, he was a necrophile who murdered four young girls in Tokyo. In 1988, crazy. Um, also, fo- photographs of Lady Justice statue, you know, which is the good the scale. What is it? The sword of the scale, I think it is for the person outside of the courts. Um, political figures such as former UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Uh, images of accident victims and murder victims are also shown, including the aftermath of a person struck by a truck, and a UK Prime Minister. Um, uh, oh, and a beheading. Uh, additionally, at least one version of the game contains an image related to the case of Corrine Daniel Motley, which is a Florida woman who was arrested for producing child pornography. The image being a screen cap from a video that led to her arrest. Um, I remember there was this, um, you know, I remember this, oh, this video of a dude, you know, when they said beheading, you know, there was a horrifying, one of the worst death videos I ever seen was from one of the dudes that around the time that um, when Al-Qaeda was chopping off heads, it was like the first or second one. And I always say that the audio is the most horrifying part because all you hear is the gargling and shit. The gurgles. And it's fucking horrifying. Um, I had a vision of another horrifying image, image I've seen of a dude in a truck that, it was a collision in a car. It was like a third world country. And this van had a collision and the dude was like stuck in the car, but it was on fire. And like, yeah, fucking horrified. Like his arm, his right arm was like waving by. You know what yeah. I mean? His fucking right arm was like out the window, perfectly fine, like flailing. And then from like the shoulder, from like the fucking armpit, all the way to the fucking, the other side of his body, which is like fucking charcoal. Charcoal, But he, but he was like still kicking. It's, it's like you see those, you ever see like a horrifying picture of a dude that touched like a fucking live wire, like a yeah. high power one, and it's just like, whip, gone. Smoke show, they're just fucking cooking. <laughs> horrifying. <clears throat> um, that particular version also contained malware, that caused a wide range of negative effects from causing the infected computer to become sluggish to a permanent shutdown. Once the uh, ex- executable was run, the only other characters in the game are children who simply stand in one place and do not move or interact with the player at all. They're the ghost. That's what they are. They're the fucking ghosts, man. That's creepy. In the final video posted by Obscure Horror Corner, one of these children does begin to follow the player, causing contact damage. 
since the player has no means of self-defense or any ability to heal damage, the player will inevitably die at this point in the game. So, I guess, what a creepy game, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a 12-minute play, 15-minute playthrough. I've, I'm looking them up right now. This game is it looks creepy as shit. <laughs> and then, like, they don't move. I take them, they're like ghosts. And then, like, when, when they do move, it's the energy. We always talk about the energy on the ghostly show, where it's like, we did an episode not too long ago where we talked about the Mothman, um, and... A bunch of people that witnessed them, that made contact with them, all died of weird, like, fast-acting diseases. And it's almost like, I think it's one of those things where you have something that that negative energy that nobody has seen. And when you guys lock eyes or if there's a touch, you're, like, linked forever. Yeah. But I think it continues to drain your energy even after you're, like, not around it. Whether it follows you around or you're just continuously linked, whatever it may be. But yeah, sad Satan. What a what a what a what a crazy what a crazy fucking place. Um, they try to police it. You know, there's been there have been arguments that the dark web promoted civil liberties like free speech, privacy. Um, some prosecutors and the government agencies are concerned that it is a haven for criminal activity. The deep and dark web are applications of integral internet features to provide privacy. Uh, policing involves targeting specific activities of the private web deemed to be illegal or subject to internet censorship. Now I can understand the the free speech thing, but it's gone, it's gone deeper than that to the point where like there's people, there's, you know, people, kids and, and innocent people getting hurt, innocent living things being hurt, which, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, you can, you can easily go in there and fucking, you can go in there and find the people getting kitty porn and keep the people away that are fucking pirating music. You know what I mean? Like, you can definitely go in there and find who the, the, the bad people are. You know, you go on there, you get some of these good hackers on your side, and you go find out who's watching these videos. There you go. You, you, then you round them up, and you ask them why they watch the videos, and you see them squirm. You know what I mean? And uh, it's really what... It, there's really no, there's really no reason to go looking. Even like when that when that musician said he was researching, uh, yeah, there's no need to research. There's no shit. need. Like, <clears throat> talk about going to, talk about going to, going to the depths of darkness for a point for nothing. Like you don't come. I don't think you come back from something. Like you go watch something like that. I don't think you come back realistically from something like that. I know that, there, you know, a couple of years ago when they talked about the laptop, like that wiener, the fucking wiener, the, the, what's his name? Anthony Wiener, was it? He was some politician and they found his laptop and it was that piece of part of the Pizzagate thing. And um, supposedly some of the, there was like some of the FBI people that got the lab, that looked at the laptop, who said that like, shit that was on there that they no one should ever seen. I want to say like a handful of them killed themselves after watching it. No shit. Yeah. So like, and these are people that see that seeing people with their heads blown out next to them isn't, is, you know, just Tuesday. You know yeah. I mean? So like when you're seeing, yeah, it's different. It, it, I don't know why anybody would ever, it's, it, you know, bad, bad, 
bad excuse, dude. Investigating, you're curious. There's if you're curious, that's enough for something to happen to you. If you want to put somebody in, like, you know, put if they if they're gonna to want to put them in counseling, is what they're gonna to want to do because they're gonna call it a sickness. So if you're gonna, you know, I do. I don't even know. It's like it's so it's so fucked up, you know. Uh, they should just kill them. They should just burn them all up. We got enough people. They're going to be killing off the good people soon to make room. They should just start with all the bad people. Um, well, when investigating uh, online suspects, police typically use the IP internet protocol address uh, of the individual. However, due to Tor, browsers create uh, uh, creating the, the, the one they can't get. It became an impossible tactic to track these people. As a result... Uh, they've em- employed many other tactics in order to identify and arrest those engaging in illegal activity on the dark web. OSINT, or open source intelligence, are data collecting tools that legally collect information from public services. When it comes to child porn, I, 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 you know, it's one of those weird things because I can say I don't mind them illegally going after them like i don't mind them going against protocol to be able to get them but it's a weird line because once you say that it's okay to go after them then where does it stop yeah where they go 10 years they could be coming to get us because they don't like this episode of behold the pill podcast um don't In 10 years, it'll be even more acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Lock your doors. Uh, we're going to have the Gestapo uh, take us in. We're small. We're small fish. We're, 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 no, we're no big-ish. Um, yeah, don't you ever say that. <laughs> we're big time. Don't you say that either. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything. We're, we do not exist. These are not the podcasters you're looking for. There we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> With that, we'll catch you all in the next episode of Behold. Um, <laughs> in 2015, it was announced that Interpol now offers a dedicated dark web training program uh, featuring technical information on Tor, cybersecurity, and uh, simulated darknet market takedowns. In October of 13, mm. yep, the UK's National Crime Agency announced the formation of Joint Operations Cell to focus on cybercrime. Yeah, I mean, they're all, like, fighting, but they're, when you know, it goes back to that funding thing. It's like if they, it's like how much are they really trying to stop the problem when they're getting funding for it? Trying to stop, they're they're making all those Bitcoin casinos on there. Exactly, it's true. Yeah, it's a crazy world, man, it's a crazy world. You know, we talked about how you can't really access the dark web by using the the usual browsers, you got to go a little deeper. Uh, we did talk a little bit about um, Tor. It was developed by the United States Naval Research Library. Given the reputation of the dark web, this might be a surprising fact, but Tor, which was derived from the Onion Router, that's what Tor stands for, is a technology that U.S. Navy developed to have encrypted and safer communications. Paul Siverson, Michael G. Reed, and David Galschlag created in the 1990s. Uh, Tor was made available to the public in the 2000s. The browser became increasingly popular among the people who wanted to stay anonymous on the internet and now constitutes for the majority of dark web traffic. 
uh, Tor, the Tor Project is now a nonprofit organization, and the United States government is still its biggest source of funding. There you go. Um, it's one of those things. Do you guys use a, like a VPN on your computers? Do we? Yeah. No. No. Should, not uh, when not when you just like messing around on Google. No, I mean I really I honestly don't do that much messing around. No. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I I go to I go to certain things. Google, I do. I even on regular Google search, you think you should? I just do it just to be safe. Nah, yeah, I mean, you're probably fucking 110 percent correct and should be doing that. I just don't know. My is it a difficult thing to do? Got a number? Or? No, there's 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 actually a bunch of them. You get NordVPN. I I'm actually using Opera GX. It's a free web browser. Okay. But you you pop that open, it literally pops up Google Chrome, but it literally sends your IP over to like the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, they got NordVPN. I've seen they got PureVPN and ExpressVPN is the three three top most recommended ones. That's what they say. I got a little sidebar here. The universe is working with us. Silk Road made two hundred thirteen million dollars trade before going down in dust. Um, the Silk Road crops in almost every discussion related to darknet marketplaces, the first forums to bring together a large number of buyers and sellers. It's the dark web. Now, I believe the dude who started that is a lot of the people that started those cryptocurrencies that got there in prison right now. You know, and I know there was a dude that did, that started a website. It was a younger kid because I remember they're trying to get him out of, they had a GoFundMe. I heard about him on a podcast and they had a GoFundMe trying to get him out of jail. Uh, but it was something where he created a website for like bullshit, like, like just like to send shit back and forth with his friends, or maybe it was like an open market thing where they could just, you know, speak freely. Uh, long story short is it wasn't to be used to do really fucked up things and he created it and it got, he sold it and it could, it's, then it did fucked up things and they still were able to go back and convict him for it, which was crazy. Wow. Yeah. But it's probably because the person he sold it to had friends in high places, and he didn't. That's usually how it goes. Um, the dark web made the FBI's second largest owner of Bitcoin. So as the authorities cracked down on the operation of Silk Road, um, it sub- subsequently confiscated a lot of Bitcoin from various accounts of Albright. They got 144,000 Bitcoins from Albright's rented servers in Iceland. 144,000 bitcoins? Yeah. Holy shit. You know what that equals out to? Oh, what the fuck's the price of a bitcoin right now? Like 8 grand? 10 grand? Holy what? shit, really? Hold on. Holy shit. Wow. I know that. That's that expensive. God dang. Damn, I should have gotten one bit- bit- Yeah, one bitcoin right now is $33,000. Oh, really? shit. Fuck. What, when, when they first started, they were like dirt cheap too, right? Yeah. Man. What a world. Uh, Facebook, uh, F- FBI has still done nothing uh, of these Bitcoins, and their current uh, aggregate value is around $1.2 billion. It will be interesting to know how FBI plans to deal with all those digital assets. they got to keep them for when, like... Uh, They've already over. turned them into the casinos, brother. Exactly. <laughs> hey, do you know that one can buy a credit card and other personal information? We know that. <laughs> we learned that today. Um, Mm-mm. you can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> you can find you can, <laughs> you can find voter records of millions on the dark web. So there you go. That's where all the those the votes go when they don't get <laughs> into the polls. Um, showcase records uh, were of people from nine states. Forty million people were for sale on the web, and we've heard about that. Yeah, with the last election. Um, Everybody is talking about corruption and all that and buying votes and all that. And what better place than the dark web to get some stuff like that? And what better source of income to do it with than the Bitcoin? We can't trace any of it. Information from 620 million accounts was available for this for sale on the dark web. You know what I mean? Uh, we often come across the news of hackers getting into website servers, stealing away account information of millions of users. If you ever wondered what, what one would do with these millions of accounts, then selling them is one of the answers. Uh, and no point for guessing it right. You know what I mean? Hackers come to the dark web to sell such data. Just like corp- big old corporations sell your data to the dark web. Um you know, human. The dark net is a human trafficking marketplace. It's an issue not discussed very often, but that should, you know, uh, under it should not undermine its importance. Of all the things that are bought and sold on the dark web, human trafficking is the ugliest form, for sure. Um, people pay, yeah, people pay to live stream violence in dark web. I'm surprised that's not a bigger deal on like Instagram when you see all these fucking. You know, th- like the punch-out game. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh. kind of died out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's a lot. Anybody out there will wrap it up real quick in a little bit, you know. Uh, the job opportunities on the dark web. So if you're ever looking for a job and you can't find a job, dark <laughs> web's the place for you. You know what I mean? There was once a job posting that said one could earn 255000 on serving for six months. Um the job description had nothing much to give user and any idea of what's going on. You had to be, uh, you had to go find children or something crazy, dude, for money like that. But that goes back to the thing: like, there's got to be a greed element to why these people do all this dark shit. Um, but yeah, you know. So we'll wrap it up real quick. And uh, of course, we all agree that the dark web is there. You know. Um, I think we all agree that it came, you know, Army was heavily influenced on its creation, or at least bringing it to the forefront of what we kind of know it is today. Um, but, you know, with that being said, you think, what do, you, what do you think the future of the dark web is, Sean? I don't know. I honestly feel like it's fading out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Craigslist, something as easy as that. Fucking people are on there. Saying they'll off somebody for you. That's all you got to do. But um, it's not going to go away. I mean, it'll still be used by governments and whatnot, or hackers mainly. That's what I think. Yeah. You think it'd become more into the mainstream? I think I feel like it already is with how much like how much um coverage it's had over the creep. They're so popular with the creepy pastas. It's hundreds of thousands of them. Um, the video game is there's two of them. I'm sorry. It was welcome to the game and welcome to the game Two. They came out. It's very popular. I mean, people dig it. What system? What system? Was uh, PC. PC. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I gotta check out these games. At least they're not opening up the portal to hell when you play them. <laughs> no, yeah. Actually, there's a couple of pretty good playthroughs. Uh, they'll give you a feel of what the game's about. You should check them out on YouTube. They're good. I will. Yeah, I'll check them out. I like that weirdo stuff. Hawk, what do you think? Yeah, I see you over there sleeping. <laughs> I almost didn't want to ask you you were sleeping. You're thinking that. Oh, uh, well, I think the dark web will always be there. I mean, the only question is uh, how frequently and how big it's going to uh, be. I mean, with uh, the cryptocurrencies and, and the bitcoins and all that, I think it, it's it's going to be... I think it might actually, instead of dying, get even more popular. Hmm. Because, I mean, how how uh, cryptocurrency seems to be kind of taking uh, the world by storm now. And it's an easy way for those who are trying uh, governments and, and, and people doing illegal activities to, you know, get their money and, and not have it traced back to them. So I think that, you know, it's... It's going to still be a big, big thing, and it's going to still be, you know, heavily populated with those who are looking to get uh, more of that, you know, bad shit. I'm with you. You know what I mean? I think, um, you know, I think, you know, the cryptocurrency, you bring up, like, the dark web, I'm with Sean anymore. I think I'm with Sean with, I think, you know, I think the dark web in itself might start to dwindle just because I think the mainstream is becoming more open to it. But I think... Uh, Well, I mean, the mainstream... Yeah, you can get away with a lot of stuff in the mainstream, but the mainstream will not ever be as open to even the seedier underbelly that, you know, the dark web... uh, You know, I mean, there's, there's always going to be those who want... The really bad stuff, whether it's the really bad videos or really bad pictures, and it could be of you know murder, death, yeah. or like we talked about child porn, mm. and that's going to always be a huge big market. And as long as that market's still there, I believe the dark web is going to still be you know a bustling marketplace. Yeah, no, I hear you. I um. You know, like, like you'll never see kitty porn on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I like, mean, like we don't mean mainstream like that. You know what I mean? Um, but what's crazy about you know what's cra- really crazy about child porn, or where I think it's going, is I think that in the future it's gonna be it's gonna be more of a sickness thing. It's not gonna be they they're gonna be, it's gonna be one of those things where we all have to deal with it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's not. It's not our problem. I, I saw a meme about that the other day. If yeah. uh, pedophilia is a sickness, then me murdering something is just me gardening. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think that I think sadly that's where we're going. Where it's going to be, um, it'll be more accepted, if you will. Um, you won't be seeing. You won't be seeing grown men and girls walking down the street hand in hand. But you know. I, I could see kitty porn being more open. Like if you went to a porno store or something like that, or on, on your typical, if you go on Pornhub or whatever to go look at porn, like I could see you scrolling by shit like that one day. Like that's how fucked up I think it is. Um, 
And because they're going to take that, you can't blame me. It's not my fault. They're going to take that stance on it. And it's going to look at this. Like they make sex dolls that are like kids now, which is fucking disgraceful. You know what I mean? But people think they look at that and go, that's just something that's, 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 that's because they, they, you know, they need it. So if we give them the sex doll of a kid, they won't want to have sex with the fucking real kid. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's like, it's like you think, it's like take the take. I mean, a dude fucking a sex doll would much rather fuck a girl. You know what I mean? If they're fucking a sex doll lady, mm. they would much rather be fucking a real life lady. You know what I mean? It's just like the, the real life lady's not there. Yeah, so like it's the same. The mental. I think it's a problem where it's going to make these people sicker because in their head they're going to delusionally think that it's accepted, and once they think that it's accceptable, like everything else, fucking balls, like horror. It's going to be. It's going to, like, you take any situation of something, you have somebody in, that you allow in your house that they come move in with you and they start leaving their clothes everywhere. They start leaving food out. They start leaving dirty dishes in every room. You know what I mean? And if you, you go, all right, that's, I don't like it, but that's you. So, okay. They're going to, they're never going to stop. They're never yeah. going to try and fix the problem. They're just going to go balls to the wall. Well, they let it's me get away with this. Let yeah. Me see yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, dude, it's fucked up. And, and the PC nature of everybody trying to make everybody happy is going to be the downfall of everything. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. But yeah. the dark web's weird. And, and with the cryptocurrency, where do you guys think cryptocurrency is going in the future? Do you think it's going to be just as big? Or do you think that money, money will eventually squash it out in some ninth uh, inning stretch thing? I think, I think cryptocurrency, I mean, the way things are going... I mean, I don't know, uh, but uh, every, everything I, 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 I hear about it sounds like it might very well uh, take over our nat- what we have right now as our, you know, our money system uh, in the government because of everything I keep on hearing about that is everyone's saying how it's even uh, more... Uh, Oh, what's the word of uh, more, uh, more secure? I guess. I mean, what, that's the, crypt, that's the, the crypto. Yeah, I keep on hearing that the crypto's uh, more secure and more. Um, but it's digital. Yeah, I know. You know I, mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, I, I still have a hard time wrapping my ma- mind around that. But I was talking to someone who said, like, the code itself. For the cryptocurrency is like almost is is so specific and so rare. It's almost like you know back in the olden days, people had gold and that was a big you know commodity. And that you know, but I mean, as we know with uh, society and a world as things change and progress, and that you know the uh, that the crypto can almost end up being like. The new gold standard, just something like that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the paper money we have is just paper. We, as a go, as a people, put you know, like um, a credence in the in the value of that money. I mean, it itself is not you know valuable. I mean, if we didn't, as as a go, as as a society, put a value on that money, I mean, it's just useless paper. You know, I hear you. Yeah, and 
And the thing is that, like I said, I don't know enough about this crypto stuff. I mean, I wish I did because I'd probably be like, you know, rich now. <laughs> but they, uh, what I keep on hearing about that is that, like, the the code and the way it's put together and, and how it's mined and all that kind of makes it even more rare and more valuable than what we have for the paper money that we use now, which, you know, we as a society agree, okay, a $5 bill is worth a $5 bill. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, as, as time progressed, I mean, we used to have a gold standard. We don't have that anymore. So, you know, this could be the next evolution in in how we, you know, pay for things. Right. And, and I'm like you. I mean, I have a hard time putting faith in something that's not tangible that I can't, you know, you know, just hold in my hand. But, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I keep on hearing about this stuff. So it might end up being that, you know, another 10, 20 years down the line, there'll be no, like, paper money. Everything will be on the card and, It'll be this cryptocurrency that we we buy a loaf of bread with. Well, it's c- controlled, man. I think it, it it is going in that direction. I think it's more of a control thing because if you – to go back to the hacker thing with like if you had everything on your card, they could shut you just shut down your card yeah. and you're finished. You know what I mean? There's not – you're not going to that shoebox. Yeah. You know, getting that, 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 you know, 500 bucks or whatever – that you have in the shoebox so you can eat that week because that, that, that money mean, doesn't mean anything anymore. I think they were going for the thing that was safer, like if you don't have money on you, like you, you're not going to get robbed for it. But realistically, in the future, the muggings will be done with chip readers where they'll yeah. take yeah. your card and they'll, rub, they'll throw, run it through their phone and they'll say, oh, thank you. You know what I mean? It, it's weird. But yeah, I, do think, I do think money is going the way of the buffalo. The, the, it'll be dead. Um, it's e- it's easier to to counterfeit money, which is a, something that they want to get away from too, I'm sure. And uh, I don't know when you were talking about how it has all these designs within the Bitcoin or whatever in the in the, pro- the yeah. program or whatever. I don't know much about that, but I mean, I assume it must be a good thing. But I just feel like anything digital is very easy to steal. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, in in the long run, it's it's always easy to. There's always ways to get around to stealing. You know, like money, uh, whether it's physical or whether it's digital. Yeah. And I agree with you, especially since, I mean, I, I personally am totally in the deep end when it comes to, you know, not only cryptocurrency, but, you know, the whole, you know, computer codes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, and, but, you know, like I said, uh, with the... Right now, they're forcing so much things to be digital that a lot of physical stuff that we know and grow up will will be suddenly all be digital and will not have any physical, you know, whether it's money or games or whatever. Everything will be, you know, online. But then again, you are right. If everything's online, okay, anyone, any five-year-old who, who knows how to, you know, uh, bypass any any code on the computer can, you know, wipe it all out. You look like uh, Stephen Alex Hawking in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this podcast. I think Bitcoin 
I think Bitcoin is the way of the future. I am not a robot. Never was. <laughs> He's doing it, man. Rest in peace, Stephen Hawkins. So, as we gather, I think I think that was a hefty episode. Nice big two two hour and change for the folks out there. Um, anybody want to say anything in closing? Don't hack us. Don't hack us, baby. Yeah. We're here for We're, the people. Please. Please. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, just for the for the hackers out there, if you're going to hack me, just to let you know, you will be uh, inheriting my crippling debts and, yeah. uh, and my stress-eating habit. You can't get blood from a stone, is the saying. Yeah, yeah. And I might look like a boulder, but you're not going to get any more blood from me. All his money went into that that the, that production value of his set right there. <laughs> this 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 is all my money. It went for this this wonderful uh, 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 thing I have behind me. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, with that being said, folks, we'll wrap it up. And uh, if you guys like this episode, go dive a little deeper for yourself into this. You know, the, 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 I don't even know if I want to say that. Man. The dark web. Be safe, man. Yeah, be Look, safe. With what do you research do. before you do anything, before you yeah, go diving into this. Don't be ashamed to be a YouTube researcher in this situation where you just go, you know, do your research on the line. Uh, yeah, it's very questionable, you know, popping out there. I don't know if you want to do it. Uh, you might find yourself in a in a bad in, in a bad place and find yourself on a list. You know what I mean? Nobody probably have that. a better chuckle, like <laughs> browsing Craigslist. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, be careful. They might send the organ donors after you. Look for the repo man. People looking for big fat people on Craigslist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They like to watch. So with that being said, if you like this episode, go check out more episodes. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, there'll be other episodes. We've got a Boombastic Media YouTube page. Uh, we have a Boombastic Streaming Patreon. And uh, we've got a big old Facebook page for this page. We thank you for listening. The numbers have been fantastic. We're glad you guys like what we got. And then you girls like what we got. And uh, we got more coming for you. So with that being said... You know, we'll catch you on the next episode. And everybody, be well over there. Stay off the dark web. Look for the light web. You know what I mean? Look for the lightness. Go for the light. Go towards the light. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we'll catch all y'all on the next episode of Behold a Pale Podcast. He's getting an exclusive look at the dark web. It's the internet below the internet where all of your personal information is bought and sold. You can hire a hacker to destroy someone's life or to buy illegal drugs with a few clicks. That's the whole internet that's below the internet that you see every day. Very, very creepy uh, uh, different areas you can go to on it. A seedy underworld of cybercrime where anything or anyone is for sale. You can easily hire a hacker to ruin someone's life. You certainly can. It's the kind of information that you that could be available about you. Certainly you wouldn't want these people to have, but certainly you would not you know, want them to then sell. I'll do anything for money. If you want me to destroy some business or a person's life, I'll do it. Break into their... 
Facebook accounts or LinkedIn accounts or, or Twitter attack websites. They're able to plant malware, malicious software on somebody's computer uh, to steal uh, their bank information. The bigger the job. All the way down to getting someone known as a child porn user. The mortal cost. Ruining people is something you can put in the shopping cart and you can select if you want one person or multiple per people to be ruined. Programs that steal your information off of ATMs and restaurant card swipe equipment. 100,000 hacked Facebook accounts and they're providing a sample just like you would get a sample perhaps at a grocery store. Really empower you to protect yourself, whether that's buying antivirus protection or putting alerts on every single account. Wow, gotta get more of them just... But you found someone, you found the dark web, why can't authorities do that and then shut these sites down? So these sites use software that routes their location around the world. It changes every two minutes. So they're really hard to track down. But authorities are looking. I mean, they are able to find these sites. They're able to navigate the dark web. They do look for patterns. And then these people will make mistakes. So... You know, they're not going to be up there forever, but it does take a while before they can do anything about it. Scary stuff.